today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Let's talk about uh, climate change and let's talk about how governments are dealing with that. Uh, of course, we already know that uh, Donald Trump had a meeting, an uh, uh, impromptu conversation, I guess, with Prince Charles yesterday over in London. Uh, and was bragging about the fact that uh, the Americans had the cleanest environment anywhere, the cleanest water, the cleanest air. Uh, not so sure where he got that point of reference, but anyway, be that as it might. Uh, we're having that debate here in Canada as well, and it has to do essentially with the carbon tax that uh, the federal government uh, moved on some time ago, uh, unless, of course, those provinces had a another plan that was going to be as effective or maybe even more effective. Well, Ontario, of course, and uh, Saskatchewan and other provinces are battling the carbon tax. Uh, Doug Ford has already committed about $30 million uh, to fight this in court um, and advertise his side of this. A lot of money. You've heard the ads on this radio station and many others talking about the Ford plan as the alternative and the better way to do these sorts of things. Well, there's a report being issued today from the Canadians for Clean Prosperity which is a, an environmental think tank made up of uh, business people that think you can combine business success with environmental concerns. But anyway, uh, this report has uh, actually done an analysis of the Ford plan, and amazingly enough, uh, they have decided and told us, and they've got facts to back this up here, that Ford's Ontario plan for the, uh, for the environment, his climate plan, would cost you and me, the taxpayers and consumers of this province, twice as much, two times as much, as the carbon tax the federal government's already initiated. Joining us to talk about this is Richard Brennan, longtime uh, journalist with the Toronto Star who covered Queen's Park and Parliament Hill low these many years. Uh, Badger, thanks for the time. Good to have you with us today. Hey, Bill. Uh, I know this is probably the first time in your long and illustrious career that you've actually seen a report that contradicts a government policy. Well, this is going to be, this is not going to serve the, uh, the not only Ontario, but, you know, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, uh, Alberta, and New Brunswick, because they're taking a similar tact. You know, this organization is saying, hold on a minute, this plan that you've proffered is, is going to cost twice as much. And it says the reason it will be, because you're cherry-picking um, groups that you'll apply this tax to, this carbon tax, rather than right across the board and doing across the board this they argue this organization argues that is is more fair and in the end of the day will cost less money to consumers and but it, once again this isn't the environment is the issue but it's not what these four or what these five provinces are the real issue is they want to unseat the liberals and they're dedicated to a different plan. And whether it's sought out or not, who, who knows? But they're dedicated to a different plan than the, than the uh, liberal plan. And to me, it comes as no surprise because they want, they want the liberals out of there and they'll do everything in their power to do it. And this is just another vehicle. Well, which begs the question then, uh, and let's talk about the Ontario example. Uh, when Doug Ford was elected last June, um, and that was one of the things he did campaign on, and one of the first things he did, of course, after he won the election, was to scrap the cap-and-trade program, which was already in place here in Ontario. Uh, and, and by the way, by doing that, as we now know, that also kicked us into the potential for being part of the carbon tax, because the federal plan was, if you don't have your own plan, you're going to be under our plan. And that's exactly what has happened here. 
But did he scrap that plan because it was a bad plan, or did he scrap it just because it was a liberal plan? Just because it was a liberal plan. Because I, I, There's no doubt in my mind whatsoever. Uh, and he, he scrapped a plan that made money for us and has introduced uh, this, this patchwork, if you will, plan that will actually, actually, according to this report, will cost us more money. So it's all about going after the liberals, and they'll, they'll use whatever vehicle they can. This is just one, and, uh, and at the end of the day, if you believe this report, and it seems to have some credibility, it's going to cost us more money than the, the vaunted, the so-called vaunted uh, plan that the, the Ontario government has put together. You know, the ones in the ad showing, you know, money coming out the end of a gas, uh, gas pump hose, you know, coming in, money coming out to the, the vent of a person's home. And, and, you know, and of course, we can't forget that they never, ever mention in those ads that there will be a rebate under the liberal or under the liberal federal plan for consumers. Well, it's already started. The rebates program's already started. Anybody that filed their taxes this year saw that. Yeah, exactly. And 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 again, yeah, it's it's a matter of speaking in half truths, which is not the first time that's happened in politics. I mean, we we understand that that gets happening all the time. Uh, and and I, listen, we can't get too deeply into this because I mean, you start talking about carbon. Uh, and about greenhouse gas emissions and uh, tonnage of, of, of et cetera, et cetera. And it's, a lot of the stuff is just going to make people's eyes glaze over. But the takeaway here is the one that you've just mentioned uh, about doubling the cost. Uh, it's, uh, what are they looking at? I'm looking at the line here. It says, uh, uh, for Hamilton or Ontario businesses and households in 2022, uh, it's going to cost 59% more if we use Doug Ford's plan as opposed to uh, the federal carbon tax plan. Uh, that figure would fall to 50% by about 2030, uh, simply because of market adjustments. But they mentioned something that, that you have talked about in the past, and it seems such a common sense uh, uh, conclusion, And they, is that, look at, if he goes after the heavy polluters, as, as he's promised to do, those polluters are simply going to pass that cost on to you and me as consumers. Of course they are. And, I mean, and you're right, there's no rebate there. As a matter of fact, no. this report says that the price of gasoline, the price of home heating foil, foil is going to skyrocket under Ford's plan. It's, it's unfortunate. I mean, the, I know that they didn't... The trouble is they came out of the shoot like gangbusters when they got elected. And they made decisions on the fly... And every one of your listeners know when you make decisions on the fly, you often regret it, and most times regret it, because you haven't given it much thought. And I, I think that falls under this. They, they just they said, well, the, the liberal plan, the Ontario liberal plan is bad, 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 and the one we're going to come up with is good, and everybody's going to benefit, but not according to this report, not everyone's going to benefit, that's for sure. Well, and therein lies the problem, which I guess raises the question, which way are we going to go on this? Uh, you know, I mean, he's as we mentioned off the top, he's already challenging this in court, and he's already set aside a fair bit of money for this. Uh, the Saskatchewan already got their wrist slapped. I mean, they're going to take this to the Supreme Court. It's obviously going to go to the top court. And it's oh, absolutely. Be- That's where it's headed yeah. for every last one of them. It's And no matter what happens, though, uh, it's going to cost us an awful lot of money. But what we were looking for here is some sort of a business case from the, from the Ford government about how their plan was going to be better. 
Uh, and, and by the way, I mean, I've already received it because I wrote about this on my blog today, and it was my commentary at 810 this morning. And I've also, as I expected, all kinds of feedback. Ah, oh, it's just propaganda. These these are not tree huggers. This this organization, uh, Canadians for Clean Prosperity, these are these are business people. These are CEOs of, of very successful companies that also understand that there has to be some environmental concerns and, and acknowledgments. Uh, you can be a, a successful businessman, but you don't have to you know start plowing trees under and things of this nature. So uh, you know to su- just dismiss them as a bunch of left wing whack jobs, which a lot of people tend to do, would be a huge mistake because that's not the situation at all. And it's the second organization, Badger, that's done this. Remember the report that came out late last year uh, from a think tank that was actually run by Stephen Harper's uh, old advisor. Um, And, you know, Preston Manning is on side with carbon taxing. He doesn't like the way that Trudeau does it, but he likes the concept of it. And here's a fun fact I know you're aware of. Uh, You know, for people, who, where was the first carbon tax in Canada? It was in Alberta in 207, and it was by the conservative government. Yep. It, it, this is not a left-wing program. This is a conservative program that these conservatives all of a sudden think is no good. But this is a different conservative. What we're looking at is not the conservatives in you know, 2007 in Alberta. This is an entirely different bunch. And they, it's, it's far more right than they existed in 2007. And they right in many ways, right in politics, and they figure they're right on just about anything they do. And, you know, every government has that that tact, of course. But they, they have to understand that the environment has to be protected. And I know there's people out there that say, oh, climate change doesn't exist and that well. They are like the anti-vaxxers, you know. I, I don't give them much thought, quite frankly. The government, the governments, or the federal governments or provincial governments, have to work together to come up with a plan to reduce emissions. And it should be they should be working together to come up with the best plan instead of this patchwork that now exists, good, bad, and indifferent. And in this report says that uh, the one Ontario's uh, proffering is 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 certainly not not adequate according to them that's what the five find the most troubling part of this is that we have the trains coming down the tracks we've only we've you know seen what climate change is already doing and we're still just playing on the tracks And, and someday i hope somebody comes to their senses and says you know we can no longer just you know go at each other with, you know, hammer and tong and actually work together. But God knows that that's going to happen. There's a couple of other things in here, too. And, and by the way, your point's well taken. I mean, yes, obviously the mandate of the Ford government was to defeat liberals, and Jason Kenney wants to do the same thing. And we get, that's, But that's always been there. But that doesn't mean that you have to be you know, ham-fisted about this and, and, and less than honest about exactly what your plan's going to do and how it's going to impact uh, the taxpayers. I mean, one of the other things that Ford talked about uh, that didn't get a whole lot of coverage, but this report does address it, was he wants to raise the ethanol levels in gasoline up to 15%. Well, the experts say that that's actually going to make the gasoline less effective, which means it's going to burn faster, which means we'll have to use more gas, which is going to increase greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, I mean, clearly they're not thinking this thing through. And hurt the oil industry. Yeah. 
I don't get that one. I mean, I'm no expert, you know, no mechanic. My dad was, and I certainly didn't get that that gene. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, ethanol is is okay to a certain level as an additive, but you get too high, and a lot of the cars just aren't equipped to burn it at that kind of level. And again, you know, more emissions, you know, uh, less mileage, which is increasing emissions, as you said. I mean, this. This this not, this report cites and and uh, just looking up here, uh, this report cites is uh, another finding is from another group that says you have to remember eighty percent of the oil related emissions come from transportation, and the Ontario plan deals doesn't deal with that at all. That well, I can see. Well, if increasing ethanol levels is there, that's actually going to make that bad situation even worse. Exactly. And they're, they're not addressing that at all, as you mentioned, uh, which is the major source of this. At least other governments have made a shot at this by trying to encourage us to move towards electric cars and, or hybrids or whatever the case might be. Uh, and, of course, he scrapped those programs, so that's not going to happen either. Now, the federal government had to step in and introduce their own plan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which which made it a little more affordable too, by the way, because they put a ceiling on this. I think it's cars under fifty thousand dollars, as opposed That's to, uh, which makes a little more sense, I guess, than the, the, what the wind government had done. And and this is not to beat the drum for any any political party or gun. It's just a matter of can we think this thing through and do what what's right here instead of being blinded by political ideology, which seems well, to be the motivating factor here. Well, that's the point. Let's. Can't we get beyond this divide of you know left and right and finally work together to get some solutions because things are changing. We only have to look at the lake levels in Ontario now at the highest they were ever. The flooding that happened, the flooding that happened in Ottawa and in several parts of Ontario and, and the U.S., and now the forest fires. If, if people don't see what's happening, then they're not, they're not looking. You know, they're so concerned about, you know, the price of gasoline and, and you know, how, how any effort to, to protect the environment might, might affect them personally. They've got to think about, they've got to think, of, you know, about a, a bigger world than they are right now. And I, I know people, you know, we all like to protect our own, but if you want to protect your own, that's, you know, your generations to come. And it's got to happen, and it's got to start to happen now. And believe me, I'm not an environmentalist by any stretch of the imagination. But the point is that we all got to start to be environmentalists, and we got to be more environmentally conscious. Richard Brennan, as always, uh, Badger, thanks so much for the time. We'll see how the government reacts, although I have my suspicions of what's, what's going to be sun here. But we'll, we'll carry on at that point anyway. We'll talk again soon. Thanks for this. Okay, thanks, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.